Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Learn English with Teachify. Woo, woo, woo! Yay! So excited! This is the best day ever, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So,、um, as you all know, my name is Lewis. I am from Leeds. I live kind of all over the place at the moment, between Spain, England, and Belgium. And today, for the pod, I'm joined by one of my friends and colleagues, Mark. Hello there, everyone. So, Mark, how are you today? I'm good. It's、uh, it's the end of the summer, which is normally a, a bit of a sad time, but I'm, I'm feeling refreshed from the summer holidays. And、uh, yeah, it's like a new year, isn't it, Lewis? Exactly, a new beginning, a new start, a new opportunity. Oh yeah. So <laughs> you can tell I'm an optimist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel optimistic. I feel optimistic as well. So I mean, ask me in a week. Maybe, maybe I'll feel different in a week's time. But for the moment, I feel optimistic. You can do it. Hang in there. Don't give up. <laughs> so I quickly said where I'm from. I'm from Leeds, which is a town in the north of England. Actually, a city. It's very close to Manchester. And、uh, Mark, where are you from? Well, I usually tell people that I'm from London. Because most people don't know my town, which is actually in the south of London, and it's called Croydon.、Um, it's a town, but it has a population of about three hundred thousand people, which would、oh, make、wow. it a city、uh, to most people.、Um, but because it's so close to London, it's still a town.、Um, but yeah, Croydon is famous for dubstep. Mm-hmm. What、It's、is、famous. dubstep? Dubstep is a type of music, Lewis. Don't get you not down with the kids, Lewis. I'm afraid not. You know,、uh, I'm not. I'm not the biggest expert when it comes to music, but I'm joking. I've heard of dubstep, but I can't say I ever listened to it. Yeah, I, 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 despite being from Croydon, I don't listen to dubstep either. It, it just sounds like. Irritating noise to me. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Now,、um, Croydon. So it's a town. It's very close to London, and it has a population of approximately three hundred thousand. Is it like part of London, or is it more like a separate city? Well, that's a good question.、Um, technically, well, it it didn't used to be part of London. Uh, in fact, when I was a child, it used to be part of the county Surrey. So in England, we have counties, which I suppose would be similar to provinces in、mm-hmm. Spain. Yeah, like regions as well. Yeah,、um, and then they decided to make a new area called Greater London, which、uh, extends around the outside of London and incorporates all those towns into it. Perfect. So I guess it's kind of part of London. Let's say of Greater London, at least. It's Greater London. Yeah, I tell people I'm from London, but、uh, yeah, maybe people from Central London would say, "Mark, <laughs> you're not really from London." But hey, you're not a real Londoner. <laughs> yeah, I. It's true that I don't speak with the traditional Cockney accent, which is famous from. East London or Central London. Excellent. 
Now, now we've clarified where we're from, and we've uh, got a little bit distracted speaking about Croydon and London, and is it London? Um, let's move on and focus on uh, a little topic and a very relaxing, fun topic, because this is the first podcast after our little summer holidays. So we're just going to have a bit of a chit chat about what both of us did during our time off. So a bit of a catch up. It is a catch up. We are having a catch up now. We are catching up. So uh, a little birdie told me. I heard on the grapevine, Mark, that um, you went what, camping. What have you heard? Yes, I went camping. Wow. How was that? Um, so before living in Spain, I had never been in camping. Uh, I'd never been camping. And uh, it was during the pandemic, the first summer that we had, and travel restrictions were still uh, very strong that I decided to try camping in Andalusia. So that was in 2020. And I really enjoyed that. And listeners who know me will know that now I don't live in Andalusia. Oh, no. I live a little bit further away in Galicia. And so we decided, my girlfriend and I, to try camping in the Rias Baixas in in the southwest of Galicia. That sounds amazing. It sounds very kind of uh, adventurous, very wild. And I bet there were a lot of bugs and insects. <laughs> mm, not so many, but we did buy an insect spray, an insect repellent for the mosquitoes, uh, which was very effective, even if it does smell a bit bad. That's probably the worst thing about camping, I think. Uh-huh. And um, you've set it up perfectly in that case. What was the best thing about camping? Ah, good question. I, it, it has to be being outside with Mother Nature, waking up in the morning, zipping open your tent, and just looking out at the blue sky of Galicia. Amazing. So it wasn't raining because Galicia is known for having kind of bad weather and it's very rainy most of the year of course. But uh, no, in, in the Rias Baixas, we had very good weather the whole time. There is a strange weather phenomenon in Galicia that I hadn't really experienced before, which is fog. Because in summer, there isn't so much wind in Galicia, so it can build up the, the moisture, the humidity, the wetness can build up and create a fog which just stays in one place. It hangs there. And that's really strange on a warm summer's day to have a thick fog like that. Interesting. So you woke up, you zipped open your tent, and you looked outside and saw that it was really foggy. It was very misty. Absolutely. Misty is is the word we would use. Um, And in fact, I think in, in Galician, in Gallego, they have many words to describe uh, different kinds of fog. They're specialists in fog, oh, mist, rain. They are, they are the number one. So yeah, with summer, you can have some beautiful weather in Galicia, but you also get the, the mist, which is it's kind of cool, but it's, it's not as nice as a, as a stunning blue day. Uh-huh. So uh, overall, in that case, would you recommend going camping in Las Rias Baixas in Galicia? Absolutely, 100%. It's 
beautiful. Uh, the it, It's very natural. So you've got mountains, you've got lots of forests, and, and then you've got so much coastline. So you've got small beaches, coves, bays. The sea is uh, beautiful. It's so clear. It's turquoise. So it looks like the, the Caribbean or something. Amazing. There is one problem. Go on. What is it? The sea is beautiful. It's beautiful to look at. Uh-huh. You might be tempted. You might have the temptation to, to enter the water, to go in, to swim. But you will need to be pretty brave to do that because it's freezing. It's freezing. Baltic. It's Arctic. It's is it so that cold? cold? Yeah, it is. And apparently there is a, another weather phenomenon that means that the hotter the outside temperature, the colder the temperature of the water. I don't really understand the, the weather phenomenon, but yeah, if it's hot outside, it means that the water will be colder. Well, I guess you learn something new every day. Uh, yeah. who knows what goes on goes on up north in galicia <laughs> it it is it's a strange place people say galicia is very magical and i'm beginning to understand what they mean oh, fantastic well uh, it sounds amazing <laughs> and i've got to tell you that um just last weekend i was on holiday in england because right now i'm back home for a month i'm catching up with my friends and family and I went to a seaside town in the north, which is called mm. Filey. So it's not very well known. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never heard of it. It's a little town in Yorkshire. It's kind of picturesque. Um, but uh, to be honest, it, it has a really, really long beach. It has some nice cliffs. And I actually went swimming in the sea in England <gasps> last weekend. And and you are still alive. I'm looking at you. I'm here. I'm alive. I made it. I survived. So uh, surprisingly, it was cold, but it wasn't freezing. Like after a couple of minutes of like moving around and getting used to the temperature of the water, I acclimatized. And then from that point, I was like, actually, you know what? It's not freezing. I don't mind swimming in the sea in England after all. So... In the end, all your fears, you were worried about it, but it's, it's not so bad, right? It's not so bad. Not bad at all. And wow. on top of that, whilst I was there, um, I know Spanish people aren't really that keen on the idea of fish and chips. <laughs> I've just had a conversation with a student who was telling me, like, oh, yeah, English food, you know, you have fish and chips and it's... It's battered and it's you know, it's not very fresh. It's a little bit greasy. It's horrible. It's always fish and chips that, that Spanish students mention, isn't it? They don't it... focus on anything else. How a rich selection of, of, of cuisine. That, exactly. How a wide I, variety. I, I, I can't remember anything else right now, but there, I'm sure there is something, Lewis. Full English breakfast, oh. Sunday lunch, toad in the hole, shepherd's, Ooh, pie. shepherd's pie. We lovely. have a wide range of delicious dishes. But 
I'll tell you one thing that uh, last week when I had fish and chips right um, in front of the sea, it was a beautiful warm day. Yes, climate change has reached England too. And we have had a drought over the last few months. A drought? A drought. It hasn't rained for a long time. So you can see uh, looking at the grass that it's a little bit brown. And uh, for some houses, they are not allowed to turn on their hose pipe to water the plants and the trees and the grass. So we have, have had, had a drought. Have you had any forest fires? I don't think so. I wouldn't go that far. This was a real problem, at least in Spain, especially in Galicia. I didn't know that Galicia has, uh, I think it has more forest fires than any other region. Oh, wow. And have you seen any yourself? Well, interestingly enough, we were going to change campsite to move to the next peninsula uh, further south. But we changed our plans because there was a forest fire in that peninsula so we decided to stay put to to stay where we were so yeah it's been a crazy summer climate change has reached good old galicia as well but it, it the fog is still here don't worry it's fine and the water is still absolutely freezing and you still have delicious food and we still have delicious food it's true it's true although i don't know anyway sorry carry on <laughs> <laughs> I, I, someone was telling me something about the food wouldn't be ready this year. Some, oh my god! Some, some crops, some produce, but I can't remember what they were saying. Crisis has reached Galicia. <laughs> I know, but um, no, that was it. That I uh, have been back home for a while. Earlier in the summer, I was also in the north of Spain. I went to Burgos, León, Santander, Salamanca different towns around wow. Asturias and Cantabria and it was all beautiful and it was a f refreshing change after being in Seville and Cadiz where it was absolutely boiling all the time. Scorching. Was Sweltering. Oh. Oh. Ridiculous. And, and the temperature further north, how did you find it? I enjoyed it. I liked it. So in Cantabria, at least there, it was like 25 degrees most days. Uh, sometimes it was cloudy. Other times it was uh, spitting a little bit. It was drizzling a little bit. Just so a little bit of rain. I was in my element. <laughs> well, I know we don't have much time, Lewis, but I have to ask, of all the places you went to on your little trip, which was your favorite? Hmm. Tough question. Um, so out of all the cities, I would say that Salamanca is the, the most beautiful and it's a very kind of imperial city. It has wow. two cathedrals and all of the architecture is spectacular. It's, it's amazing. But um, weirdly, interestingly, I felt very comfortable in a small town in Cantabria called Suances. And it's kind of a beach town that has two great beaches, lots of surfers, lots of great restaurants. And because I wanted to just chill out and relax and all of the landscapes were beautiful, I would say the highlight of my trip on a road trip visiting different places was the small town of Swances. Well, there we go. Swances. Lewis Rollinson putting Swances on the map for our listeners. Get it down. <laughs> So uh, on that note, uh, listeners, 
What have you done this summer? Where have you been? Have you ever visited Galicia? Swanthes? <laughs> and um, let us know. You can um, interact with us on social media, of course, uh, TGFI underscore English or English with Lewis. Send us a message and let us know what you tell, have been tell, up to. Tell us what someone from Swanthes is called. I'm dying to know. I have no idea. Swanfeno, maybe, or something similar? Sano, I think Swansense. What is it? Uh, Which is it? <laughs> Tell us. Perfect. So thank you very much, Mark. It's been a pleasure. And I'm sure always. you will be joining us very, very soon for another podcast. Sure will. Take care, everyone. See you later. Teach you fire life. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.